A reading from Luke 24, 44-48. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the Law of Moses, the Prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so that they could understand the Scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. Wow. He summarizes the whole gospel here, doesn't he? Well, the the whole process of what is happening is he comes as the fulfillment of the scriptures, and it's interesting, the law, the prophets, and the Psalms, that would be the wisdom. Those are the three big sections of the Hebrew scriptures. So the written word gets its fulfillment in the living word. And uh, the message is simple. Suffer, die, and, and to raise again, be raised again. And then the, the calling out to that message, uh, repent, turn from the path you're on, and come back to the Jesus path and be part of what God is doing. It's, this is a pretty strong declaration. It's, it, it, I don't know what the translation is, but it is, it's pre, uh, and will be preached in his name. What does preach exactly mean? Um, declared, proclaimed. Um, I'm not sure what the Greek word is. There's like five or six different Greek words that can be translated preached or proclaimed, but the whole point being is the heralding of the message. Um, you know, it's very popular today to say, well, I don't talk about Jesus, I just live for him. Uh, well, that's not a complete witness. If you live like Jesus and don't tell people the difference, you're a testimony to yourself. Uh, but it's in the proclamation, it's in the preaching, it's in the declaring that we help other people discover who Jesus is and invite them into the Restoration Project themselves. I love that. It's a, it's a proclamation. Would you say proclamation to, the se- to oneself? Yeah, if, if I'm just <clears throat> living a good life and saying I'm not going to talk about Jesus, it almost sounds noble to some people. It's not noble at all because people will look at you and say, wow, what a nice person, incredible person. They're living out the kingdom of God. Uh, the only reason I live out the kingdom of God is because Jesus is living in me. And if I don't proclaim his name, others don't have the opportunity to connect to him in the way that I have. When I returned to church in my late 40s, um, in a, on a consistent basis, I went to a church where the, uh, the minister, chief, uh, pastor, was a very eloquent man. But very rarely, if ever, did he proclaim Jesus Christ. He was, he proclaimed, and everybody responded well to him because he was very eloquent. And his words were usually historical, the historical church, and he would talk about this fairly endlessly, and he'd give you a lot of history. But I was fairly naive. I thought that was normal. And it was only over time that I I felt that that was way off the track and that uh, he was doing exactly what you were saying. He was really proclaiming his own pedigree, his own scholarship, his own knowledge and wisdom and intelligence. There's only one reason to have church and to have preaching uh, is to lift up Jesus. Colossians 1 refers to the preeminence of Jesus in creation and redemption. There is no message today without Jesus at the center. 